Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. And it is a globe. I proved that last week with Flat Earth Dave. Welcome to Real News Live. This is a Deep Thought Thursday, and my special guest today, you know her from the Saturday Night Saturday Night Live shows. She's been on this show many times. Candace Whitelight is here, and she's going to be talking to us about the issues of the day, and then we're going to do a special on AI. We're going to go deep. We're going to do a deep dive on Deep Thought Thursday into AI. Candace, how are you this morning? How's things in Montana? It's beautiful and sunny here in Seattle. Yeah, we got the same uh, thing here, Mike, doing good and uh, basically kind of ready to talk about something I wanted to talk about Saturday. But of yeah. course, uh, we had some Internet difficulties, so yeah. it uh, happened to do some research. So I've got some more information there. Yeah. All right, guys, just to give you a quick update on the news, there's no news. There's no real news. There's no progress on the political front, really, except maybe some Supreme Court, Supreme Court rulings that Candace and I are going to talk about in a second. There's no progress on the financial front. Nobody has any of their 1%. As far as I know, uh, Iraq has announced that they are, when they, you know, they're, they're forming the new government and they're going to address the value of the dinar against the dollar. They announced that in a formal way. Something is coming regarding that. How exactly it will play out, we don't know, but that is definitely something that's on their mind. Um, the cryptocurrency prices have not crashed. They are still being stabilized right around 20200 for Bitcoin, which is about a third of what it was um, six or eight months ago, a year ago. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average, even though it's down about 200 points, they're still holding it above 30000 They must be pumping massive amounts of money, so no financial collapse. No crypto collapse, nothing really happening in terms of movement behind the scenes as far as we know on uh, the financial stuff. Politically, there's rumors that China attacked Taiwan to clean up Taiwan as part of the Sarah, but there's no real proof of that or evidence in the clear. There was some statements yesterday to the effect that uh, NATO wants to cut off Kaliningrad, which is part of Russia. Um and that's going to force Putin to jump into the Baltic states, but none which we expect I expect to have happen, because as I understand it, the Baltic states are going to be under Russian control under the new Jasara laws. So uh, that would provoke him. But I mean, these things are not they're noteworthy. They're not newsworthy. So there's really nothing happening today. And the rumor is that the Supreme Court, they issued some rulings today. The rumor is apparently they've added Friday as a day they're going to issue rulings before they go on vacation. Roe versus Wade has not been overturned. We're all anticipating that. Phil Godlowski said yesterday that he thinks Roe versus Wade could be tomorrow or it could be after Trump is reinstated. We don't know. But everybody's kind of on pins and needles waiting on the edge for the Roe v. Wade issuance because that will start a lot of dominoes falling. But nothing's happening. It's just kind of sitting here. So today is a day that we like to... Um, do you know philosophical stuff? Talk about a lot of issues. So, Candice, I want to um, just bring you back into it. And you had some thoughts earlier about the Supreme Court rulings today, and I wanted to discuss those with you real quick before we move on to the subject at hand. The subject of the day: the Cylons are coming. Okay, uh, what do you think about Scotus' decision? <laughs> 
Well, um, to start with, I, I'm really looking at just a couple of them that they have done uh, yesterday and today. And today's was a 6-3 ruling um, where they really went after a case that was brought before the New York's, um, you know, concealed carry law. And uh, it was an opinion by Justice Clarence Thomas Mm -hmm. that um, he made clear that the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms includes a broad right to carry a handgun in public for Mm self-defense. And basically that knocked them in the nose because the reaction to this, of course, was a whole lot of whining. Um, This is one of their their feature things that they have done over and over again. And to be blank about it, I mean, just point blank is that they have taken to task um, our ability to, you know, carry uh, firearms because of these school shootings. And, um, you know, they, I'll just say it right out. These are false flags. These are fabrications. And it's, it's horrid when people die because of this and you can't make fun of it, but um, you know, that's how little these, you know, demon really yeah. care. Yeah. Let's call them demon Let's not call them people. Um, yeah. The thing about this is what they're saying is that there, you don't, you should be, you can carry a handgun without any special excuse or you can't, you don't have to show any reason to do so. You don't have to have a concealed carry permit. In fact, I think this might make, Really, you could argue this makes concealed carry permits illegal because you have a basic right to carry a handgun with you at any time, is as I understand it, what the ruling uh, says. Am I wrong about that? Well, that is a, you know, uh, ultimate result of this kind of um, momentum, I could say, because, of course, we're very well armed up and, and the Constitution states very clearly that the reason that we are allowed to have arms is because of uh, tyrannical government. So, you know, yeah. it's it's a fear-based, uh, you know, delusion that they've used for a long time to say that, oh, you know, guns cause crime. Well, excuse me, you know, if guns cause crime, if we took them all away from everyone, there would be no crime. But that's total bullshit. So, you know, I mean, we, we can dance around the issues here, but basically we get to a point that uh, – you know, uh, certain states that I happen to have lived in over the last uh, 20 years, Idaho and Montana, both have open carry, um, which is really, you know, if you look at it that way, it's, you know, and they keep saying it's like the Wild West. Well, yeah, maybe, but we don't have as much crime here as you guys have in New York, you know. So um, it's like one begets the other. And, uh, yeah, I think that the uh, solution to this is for the, uh, you know, federal government that really has a very clear documentation from the amendments that uh, the Second Amendment states that, you know, you should uh, not be, um, you know, you, you shouldn't be able to, um, you know, nobody can go against your right to carry firearms. So, yeah, you um, know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting in reading it. They're, they're basically saying that in 43 states, there are objective criteria for deciding whether somebody should get a concealed carry permit. Like, have you ever been convicted of a violent gun crime? That's an objective criteria. And those, as far as this ruling goes, are okay. But I think those could be challenged too. But what it's saying is, unless you have um, 
New York is not alone in requiring a permit to carry a handgun in public, but the vast majority of states, 43 by our count, are shell issue jurisdictions where authorities must issue concealed carry licenses, must issue whenever applicants satisfy certain, thre certain threshold requirements without granting licensing officials discretion to deny licenses based on a perceived lack of need or suitability. So, um, you know, the May issue states are basically going to be done, it looks like, with this ruling. And I, I really think we need to get rid of the concealed carry laws and just say that the United States is an open carry nation. That That's what it should be. That's what the Second Amendment dictates, right? Well, you know, there are caveats that are involved. I, I did work um, for Cabela's uh, years ago. And, of course, they have a big gun department there. So I saw you know, the full range of the reasons that, you know, they have a, um, you know, uh, an actual, you have to submit and uh, have a um, approval in terms of you being able to purchase a firearm. And, and that's common, you know, um, all over the country, obviously. Uh, they started pushing this for gun shows, which I think was the big mistake on their part, because um, the only thing that it did is it drove underground all the, you know, sellers that, of course, were wiping the, uh, you know, the IDs off of weapons and selling them, you know, modified and everything else. And there is a, a huge black market in weapons. And, um, you know, my favorite example is one called Fast and Furious, which, of course, sent weapons right. over to Mexico. Oh, no, and Candace, Candace, all those Chicago gang members that are killing each other every weekend, they, they drive to Indiana and buy their guns legally. That's that's what every liberal tells me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, they don't just go on the street and pick them up on the black market and start shooting each other. No, they drive to Indiana where the gun. That's why that's why Chicago has such a bad gun violence problem is because of Indiana. So don't don't forget that. That's what they tell me all the time. Well, right, and, the, and that you go down that line and you just start saying, well, you know, it's easy <laughs> to well, justify all the border violence, you know, which they've yeah. killed several border patrol, you know, well, agents. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, look, Fast and Fast and Furious was it was it was a setup. Was a setup by the Obama administration. What they wanted is they they enticed legal gun sellers to legally sell guns to government agents, who then gave them to the cartels, so that the cartels could then use them to kill U.S. Border Patrol agents. So they could use that as a justification for shutting down all of the legal gun sellers. That's that was the objective. It was a sting operation to try to get these gun sellers, and it all blew up when the whole thing was exposed, and everybody in the Obama administration that was involved in it, including Eric Holder, should have gone to prison for sedition at the least and maybe treason at the worst. But that's, you know, all right. I, I would like to move off that one and ask you about the other ruling, because there was a second ruling from the Supreme Court today, and it was uh, also six to three, where basically they ruled that um, if a police officer fails, this is six to three, fails to, to give a suspect his Miranda rights, um, and the government uses the suspect's unmirandized statements against him in court, uh, the suspect cannot sue 
the police officer for um, violating his Fifth Amendment rights. And of course, the Miranda rights to remind everybody is we've seen him on TV a million times. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to a lawyer. If you can't afford a lawyer, one will be appointed to you. Um, what they're saying is that this guy in this particular case can't sue him in civil court for not granting him his Miranda rights. Um, I think I think it doesn't go far enough. I, th I think what they should do is they should basically, basically any prosecutor who prosecutes using evidence obtained from, you know, unmirandized suspects should lose their job and lose their law license. I think immediately. I don't think that stuff should ever be allowed in court. Um, what do you think? And where am I wrong on that one? Well, this, this is a difficult case because I think what they're doing is trying to, um, put the basis out there that that we cannot go into a civil suit for something that's already been decided in a criminal court. So um, actually, that is a good thing. But when you but, get into but, the whole... This, doesn't this also imply, Candace, that they can use illegal evidence in, in court cases? And that leads to fabrication. And if somebody does that, you can't sue them. If somebody, if somebody plants, if a cop, a dirty cop, and there are lots of them, plants drugs in your house and then arrests you for possession of drugs, um, you, and you can prove it, you can't, you can't go back at that person. And that, that I think is fundamentally un-American, in my opinion, but that's just me. Well, that's, you know, again, there's several ways to look at this. So I, I don't know the specifics of the case. I haven't looked into it, but... You know, whether or not it actually goes in and says that if it's a, a case where a cop has been proven uh, that they are, you know, dirty, as you say, or working with some portion of the government that's dirty, a three-letter agency, that that's going to negate. Yeah, well, you know, FBI. DOJ, FBI, CIA, you know, all of them do t tactics that basically are meant to pull forward uh, what you would consider, you know, the underbelly of society, which I think, you know, you can be glad that we have them in some ways. And OK, so I'm going to stand back for a second, 30,000 foot view, but um, we have to look at this as that it has changed over time. And now it is the case like you expressed where we've got a lot of them that are out there that are dirty. Well, you know, the solution to that they came up with and they started, you know, firing all these police officers. I mean, that's the real problem right now is that on the streets of uh, even Seattle, they fired um, over 15,000, 1,500 uh, police officers in the last four years. And uh, that was because of, uh, you know, the uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and the money behind them. Um, and also this group in the FBI that is willing to infiltrate, um, you know, like a, a van full of them was caught down in southern Idaho recently um, coming into a town where there was a a patriot uh, get together and they were all dressed in, uh, you know, these uh, outfits that were matching with the shields and everything else. They were obviously FBI, but they were going to march with the protesters and infiltrate them. 
so that it would be made to look uh, a lot worse. And this particular line of thought is what they used at the Malher Wildlife Refuge that ended up being, you know, the Bundy Ranch uh, situation. And uh, that's another sort of way of looking at this is that um, if they're able to get by with doing this, which is to, you know, to get things a whole lot worse by their infiltration of the good guys. In other words, that, you know, that you're standing there and it's the same thing that happened January 6th is that Antifa came on board, put on costumes that looked like MAGA and incited, you know, some guys and saying, yeah, we're going in, we're going in, you know. So that well, has become a boondoggle as well. I mean, it's it's plays on several different levels. Um, what what bothers me about this, like I said, is that there's it implies that there's no consequences for a police officer. I mean, what police officer doesn't know he's required to read somebody his rights when he interviews him? Everybody knows that. I know that. I know that because I watched Law and Order, you know, or I did. Well, I yeah, know. I did too. That <laughs> was a great show. I, I never watched it, but she watched it. And sometimes I'd sit there and, and force myself to watch it. Everybody knows that. And so the, the cop's action was with deliberate intent to not help this guy. And then they used what he said against him. Um, and it cost him money and it cost him probably some portion of his freedom. And I just think this ruling is, is really um, wrong. And, it, it, you know, again, it, the government, in, in the case of the, of the little grandmas that were arrested on the January 6th um, dust up, to use a phrase from Jack Del Rio, um, you know, it says the government's not required. They've, they've said the government's not required to, um, to, to issue a bond hearing and prove that these people are a threat. So they're allowing gulags to continue. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't hold out much hope for the Supreme Court at this point. And I, I think they are a complete failure. Um, and I think they're cowards. And I really do think that um, it, things are not going to end well for us on either Roe v. Wade or, um, or election fraud. And I think it's time to get rid of these people. And also, let's face facts. The ones that Obama appointed, uh, Kagan and Sotomayor, they're illegal because he was never legally president, never should have been. Joe Biden's not legally president, so his his woman shouldn't be seated on the court. Well, I, I had that thought um, the other day because, of course, we were talking about the, um, you know, the fact that if we do find, um, you know, that the election, if the election goes, you know, away, in other words, if 2020 becomes, um, you know, a clearly which it was from the beginning i've said this for a long time is that uh, they just have to save uh, fraud mediates everything yeah and so the um once that is determined and that's the big news again that we have a, going on is that uh, they just um you know in uh, texas uh put out a ruling that was a um about that very thing about the uh, election integrity so you know, I've had um, a lot of stuff come across and it's, okay, you know, so it's 
kind of right, going right. slow, but you're, yeah. You're kind of an insider here. So let me let me ask you from your inside perspective. And we have different people give us different insider perspectives on stuff. But let me ask you a few questions. Um, Phil G is saying, and other people have said, that the Supreme Court has taken secretly <clears throat> a case brought by the NSA on election fraud and that they are going to rule on it at some point, whether that ruling is going to be public or private, I do not know. Do you have any information to that um, to that, to that extent? Or well, the, there's a lot of rumors going around and it, it's, it's hard to track because really the two that came out, you know, just in the last 24 hours were really like, well, where was that? Nobody knew that they were ruling on that. You know, it's like it, it has been kind of kept, you know, you can't say secret, but mm -hmm. they, you know, you remember the fact that Politico got a hold of some sort of leak that came through and they announced that Roe versus, you know, Suede was going to be brought, you know, brought down. So um, that created a real necessity I within the Supreme Court, which, yeah, I mean, they they had to seal that leak. So, you know, because they're not supposed to get foreknowledge of what they're, you know, determining. That's that right. that breaches all of the contracts that have to do with the Supreme Court. And, you know, I've got to say, if there's any firewall between us and tyranny, it is the Supreme Court. You've got to put some faith in our judiciary. And that's the information that I've well, gone on that has been said I, I, over I and over none. again. I have none because they wouldn't take any of the election fraud cases, even though the evidence is overwhelming. OK, well, you know, you saw what came out publicly and I understand, you know, it's it's not something that I think um, at the end of the day, let me just put it that way, that it was a case at that point in time they could have taken. It was rushed in. It was done by a lot of really good, you know, good deed doers that came forward, including, um, you know, the uh, Rudy Giuliani and, um, you know, the uh, Lynn Wood. And then, of course, uh, they had the whole thing with Dominion. Um, they, they brought to suit, uh, a lot of the, you know, inconsistencies and, you know, this was really something that, that we all had hope in early on. I mean, we're talking still in, you know, 2021, here it is halfway through 2022 now, but, um, they couldn't take them at that point in time because they were state's issues. And let's just be sure in terms of our, you know, assessment of things that we are properly assessing the way the federal government works and the way that the state government works. And if we're moving towards a republic, which I believe will be much better, is that, you know, voting is something that takes place in the states. And it not only covers federal election or the federal election like it did in 2020, but it also has a whole bunch of state, you know, um, you know, on the ballot, state issues. So right. now what we're going to have to do is is also understand that SCOTUS sets precedent. So once the SCOTUS has made a decision on something, it's a federal decision that may have to do with a state like it did in this one. Right. Which is significant then to all states. So this is the 
the filter that we have to go through, but it isn't quick. I mean, the thing about it is we wanted instant gratification. We wanted it turned over quickly, but we're having to go through this process that takes steps. And in order to get there, yes, we have a timeline now. We have 22 months from the time of the election, and that happens on September 3rd. So on September 4th, they can pull up the trucks behind the all of the uh, ballot um, repositories that they've kept what they had counted in after 22 months they can destroy them and then the election stands forever so yeah they they have illegally uh destroyed a lot of the ballots already i know they already have done that and i know you know in some circumstances the uh you know it was electronically voted so of course that stream is has to do with the AI, which we'll yeah. get to eventually. But so no, um, let, yeah, let's 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 pivot over there. Um, yeah, the AI. I I want to um, <clears throat> I want to um, first of all, you know, it's pretty interesting because it's start a subject is starting to come up a little bit more, and it's something after the flip, if there is a flip, which I still should have happened already. You know, that's where I'm coming from. If there is a flip and we get our real government back, then it's something that we're going to have to deal with. And I noticed even people like, you know, Taro by Janine the other day did a video about uh, Trump clones and rumors and, um, you know, uh, basically talking about these people in terms of AI bots that there are, are there clones out there, you know, basically sort of discussing it as a Blade Runner-ish replicant type of thing um, as an AI, as opposed to the machine AI that we think of. So it's in the news. People are talking about it. And, uh, oh, I've got Jennifer's stuff up there. I meant to have your up, your stuff up there, Frequency of the Earth. Um, so I'm curious, you know, where you want to go with the AI discussion. I And just let's just start in on it and, and I'll give you the ball and you can run with it. Well, you know, the thing about this is that the information out there is quite confusing. And it is that way for a reason, because AI or artificial intelligence can be interpreted in several manners. So let me give you some, um, you know, sort of criteria here. We have been uh, subjected to programs that were carried out by guess who, the CIA, mm-hmm. in uh, quite a few countries in the world. Uh, and it just was revealed, I did an article on this last week, um, there are bioweapons uh, labs all over the planet, okay? So we know that there's 46 that were taken out by the Russians in the Ukraine, okay, right. fact. Um, the other fact is, is that, and this has been corroborated not only with the people that we sort of think of as the conspiracy theorists, but also with the very governing aspect of it that goes back to CIA, uh, DOD, um, NSA operations, and then, of course, the events that happened after that. So they're able to, at this point in time, I would never say the word cloning because cloning, yes, did happen. We had Dolly the sheep. We had you know, a lot of incidences that, that 
you know, kind of came to the forefront about, you know, that we're basically fear factor stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, that we can sort of discuss at some later time. But the uh, what they can do is they can actually implant or uh, chip a, a human being and then therefore um, have a measure of control over them. So now this has been really coming to the forefront lately because of a um, hybrid program. Now, hybrids are not clones. They're real people that are um, actually, it's, it's like artificial insemination, which, again, there's kind of this gray area there that they talk about artificial intelligence, but artificial insemination has been used for years and years and years in horse breeding mm-hmm. and uh, in uh, uh, everything, every breed but thoroughbred. They don't allow it. So, um, And then, of course, they have done it with every species. So, and what you're doing with that is you're just transferring the sperm of one thing into the egg of something else and then letting something else carry it. Okay. So that's, that's what the technical term means. So you have embryonic transfer, you have artificial insemination, and you also have a program where you have bloodlines of people that they want to continue And so they create a hybrid, which is, you know, from a person who's, say, of the bloodline, like Rockefeller, who was had his, you know, uh, his family inseminated into quite a few women and some of them naturally and some artificially. But they created a whole host of characters that actually appeared within our government over time. one of them is Bill Clinton, who fabricated his background and who actually is a son of, um, you know, Rothschilds. And then, of course, Obama, who is a complete fabrication as well. So oh. uh, we've seen um, these for a long time. Yeah. The thing about the thing about Clinton is, you know, I mean, the reason Ken Starr wanted Monica's blue dress is to do a DNA sample to find out if he was an illegitimate Rockefeller or an illegitimate um, Kennedy. I argue in Ancient Aliens at JFK, that book right there, that he's a Kennedy because John F. Kennedy was sent to a recuperation hospital in Arizona. Um, I forget the name of the town in Arizona. Damn it. I forget the name. It's in the book, but I'm having moments. And Clinton's mother was a nurse there. Did you know that? Well, I, I heard a different story. I, well, I guess okay. I'm, yeah. but she left and then nine, she left, moved to this, moved to Arkansas. It wasn't Hope, Arkansas, but it was something in you know, Hope, Arizona. It was something like that, where there was this military, naval military uh, recuperation center. And then she moved to the exact same named town in in Arkansas and had Bill Clinton nine months later well and then the father was fabricated yeah i I, you know and again we're you got to go back almost like i have i've been doing this hands with jfk at the white house the only guy out of his group of students that got his picture taken shaking the president's hand yeah all of a sudden he becomes promoted yeah 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 and that that could go yeah you know again a reasonable theory but until we have dna and we can do some testing and that's where we get into, again, artificial um, 
intelligence because they basically have tried to take over our very DNA. And that the way they did it was through the process of science where they could manipulate um, actual conception. So once you kind of get a handle on that, you start looking at everything as being, is it real or Memorex, you know? Um, And this is where it gets kind of hard to explain because, you know, people don't understand that that person standing in front of them who basically was born in the 70s or 80s, grew up within a constraint that was completely artificial. In other words, they were put into a school, they were taken pictures of, they were um, in association with, there was uh, a history back there that, that could be completely denied at one point. And then an, an artificial you know, history of this person could be installed by bloodline. In other words, you would fabricate their their parentage and maybe on one side you would keep it, you know, the real, uh, because of the facial features or the, the uh, you know, the height or the weight or whatever that you could say, yeah, that woman had that child. There's a resemblance there. So, uh, but the father could be just anybody. And he could be installed and like an adoption or whatever, you know, it was really popular back in the 80s and 90s. And, um, you know, you had a lot of folks that were even using that as a, a process so that lesbians could have children uh, in a, you know, a homosexual couple and that they could raise them so that one of them would mail order a a semen donor and they wouldn't really you know, know probably, them. That's fascinating that you should bring that up. I tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, I have a bunch of pictures illustrating exactly what you're saying and I'm going to yeah. upload them to Facebook and then we're going to go to Facebook and look at them. So keep talking while I do that. And then okay. <laughs> and I will upload these and um, actually, well, I this a is a, yeah. Yeah. All right. Go well, ahead. see this, this is really, um, you know, a part of, of the topic that people might be able to to wrap their minds around because it did really happen. In other words, it's, it's, it's bona fide, it's justified, it's, uh, it's uh, cataloged. So, you know, so in that way, people just knowing that one fact, and then also, you know, following that up with where did those kids end up? Because, a lot of those lesbian couples, I'll tell you, it's one of the most, you know, difficult parts of the research that I've done is to say that they never lasted. They usually went into huge conflict. They One or the other of them had accidents or had uh, misfortune or they went to drugs or alcohol or whatever. Then these kids became available and guess who came in and intervened? It was always the state. And that's where the CPS comes in. And believe me, if I talk about that, they're gonna, I'm going to get a knock at the door. Yeah. But it is absolutely the most difficult thing to get records out of or process out of. It's protected. It's, it's militarized. And it actually goes after particularly damaged children 
because it is such a boondoggle for people. People end up having two or three of these kids in their, you know, uh, their household, and they end up with a, a check every month of, you know, upwards of 10 grand. Um, and th- that I know personally, I lived across the street from somebody that was actually uh, running what they call a, a foster care. And then um, they were kind of a group group home sort of situation. And back in those days, which goes back 20 years now, but you know, there was a, uh, a huge glut of these, um, you know, these children that came on the market. A lot of them had autism. Uh, many of them had were mixed race. Um, and I heard stories from all over the country about this. And that's because I worked in the film production business and worked with advertisers in New York. And, you know, those stories were the most compelling and horrid because of the, you know, the, the fabrication of these, these stories behind these children that, of course, had ruined them. Basically, the first five years of somebody's life is going to be primary to the, you know, what they build from into the future. And, right. and folks can be haunted by stuff that happened to them when they were very little because, you know, they don't have the processing capability. You're very, you know, you're childlike, right? You don't have any filters. And so a lot of them also are, um, you know, we're put on psychotropic drugs and, and um, Prozac and the whole host of things, the serotonin SSRIs. And, you know, this, this has created a, a monster that, basically is then controlled because these children were chipped whether or not you think there's a chip program there is Mm -hmm. but in those days they really they didn't have the technical ability through the internet itself to send out signals that would then be a control basis and this is what the rise of our devices and the rise of the ability of our devices to have two elements, one of them which is uh, the Internet-capable right. devices, which I know in a very real way because I worked in the business. Okay, okay, so hold on. Before we go there, I want to finish with this. I, I got the pictures okay, up, and I want to bring them up, and then we'll talk about them. I assume you can see them, so let's, uh, let's go there. We'll put them up, and uh, we can talk about them. Okay. So can you see that picture? Um, just a second. Let me get there. Cause I, yeah, me, for some reason, I've got a thing on my phone that's in front of the picture, which is like, are you on Mike Barra three? Uh, yes. And Mike Barra three thirty three. That's correct. Uh, but you can't see it on, on your screen. On my phone right now. I've got this. And if I go off of it, I'm afraid it's going to break my stream. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like, that. I always am having weird weirdnesses with this we don't want that to happen program so let me go to the because i can do that 333 okay so there you are uh yep there's okay so go ahead and let me go to the oops i can do that you just got to mute the sound i got it (laughs) yes thank you okay so yeah you got the justin trudeau fidel castro one obviously Fidel Castro's bastard son or daughter. There are people who claim he's a transgendered 
girl, but we don't know that yet. But, you know, again, this is a, one of the most obvious ones. Clearly, it's the same uh, lineage. Um, let me go back a few. Uh, here is Fidel Castro with his bastard son on the tarmac in, uh, in Canada with Margaret Trudeau, who was a well-known slut in the 1970s. So she had his bastard son to eventually rule over Canada and turn Canada communist. That was the, the plan. Um, you go back. Um, let's look at uh, let's look at Obama's kids, uh, his alleged kids. On the right are the alleged parents of these two kids. On the left are Obama family friends. And if you clear, if you look at the two daughters, they clearly look exactly like their real parents who are the family friends. So this was done obviously in the uh, 80s or so where they implanted fake kids with the Obamas to give them a fake family so they could have a political future. And look how um, damaged these girls are. I mean, oh, this yeah, is I mean, they're a part of the Hunter laptop. I, yeah. the, you know, I mean, it's it's crazyville. If yeah, people don't actually, start understanding this, there's actually a picture I got yesterday, which I don't have here, of, of Obama, you know, kissing on the mouth, uh, this one girl, one of the girls, the other, um, you know, just completely inappropriately for a parent to be. I mean, it's a romantic kiss, like gross. Um, and then, of course, there's Lawrence Rockefeller and John Podesta. He appears to be a Rockefeller, um, I would say, part of the Rockefeller crime family. Um, uh, Bill Clinton, who supposedly is Chelsea Clinton's dad, and Webb Hubble. Now, which one of those two guys do you think is the father of Chelsea Clinton? Clearly, it's Webb Hubble and not Bill Clinton. Um, I was going to ask you about Peter Strzok, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then, of course, there's Aleister Crowley and Barbara Bush. Her mother was well known to be in Crowley's sphere of influence and engaging in the orgies at his mansion in London in the 1920s. And then suddenly she came back to America and eight months later had Barbara, um, who went on to marry George W. Bush. Of course, Angela Merkel and Adolf Hitler. Everybody talks about that one. Uh, Bill Maher and Hugh Hefner are spitting images of each other. Um, and then this is Danny Williams, who says his dad is Bill Clinton from Arkansas. <laughs> Danny Williams in Arkansas. That's pretty hard to argue with that one. And again, this is the mixed race thing. And uh, yeah, again, picture of uh, Chelsea Clinton and Webb Hubble. Very clearly the same guy. And then this one is is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, it, Danny. That's it, fabulous. Yeah, it's it's the Bush family. Uh, here are Nazi officials Martin Bormann, Joseph Mengele, Reinhard Gellin and George H. Scherf Sr. And this young man right here is George H. Scherf, later to be known as George Herbert Bush. Herbert Walker. Yeah, Walker Bush. Bush yeah. Here, here's, here's Bush, Prescott Bush. Clearly, that's not his son. Doesn't look anything like him, but he looks exactly pretty much like this guy. So, uh, you know, again, a Nazi past, Nazi official. Quite clearly, here's the picture I talked about of Bill Clinton shaking hands with his, uh, I think, his uh, his real father, John F. Kennedy, in, in the White House just a few months before the president was murdered. Uh, again, here's another shot of Bush and the famous fake rescue of him on his plane. And George H. Scherf, a.k.a. Bush, same guy, started an American political family. Um and there are, then I wanted to ask you about this one. Is is Peter Strzok, you know, that weird psychotic behavior that we saw 
when he was testifying in front of Congress. I mean, is this guy an example of an AI controlled bot like you talk about? Well, you know, and, and again, we're we're kind of going into that territory that, you know, you can you can say is the difference between good and evil because Satan can very easily, through his demons and his minions, enter the mind of any of these AIs. It's been proven that they are full of demonic possession. I mean, it, it's a, a simple course to understand technically, all right? So once you have implanted something into the brain stem or the neck, of an individual that has a silicon chip in it, which is what an RFID chip is, mm -hmm. it can actually receive signal. Now that everybody knows it has any understanding of what a computer is run off of, or even a transistor radio is off of a silicon chip. It is a receiver. And so once you are kind of getting that in your mind, then you also go into brainwave state, and that has to do with how your brain functions on electric, uh, electrical, elect, uh, electromagnetic signal. Mm -hmm. Now, the electro part of that, scientifically, is something that you can, you can alter, and that has to do with using disharmonic wavelength and then also direct to the synapse that occurs in the brain is uh, pulsation. Now, with those two factors, what do you think our internet comes to us with? Yeah, what it comes to signals. That's right. right. It's the same, same dynamic. So they figured this out actually quite a while ago, back in the 40s. And that came from research that came over with, guess what? Operation Paperclip. Now, they had been doing research in Germany, obviously. One of the individuals that came over that was a specialist in uh, radar was um, Otto Schumann. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that the Schumann resonance was named after. All right, so I just threw on the table something that's pretty huge because three plus years ago, I got into the Schumann Resonance and started tracking it. And so I'm going to go on a limb here, but I can tell you that, that basically their products that they have created, all of these people you just showed, have been chipped. And they were chipped in the beginning when they were young. And I now have context, in other words, right here and right now, of talking with people that know that they were chipped. Okay. They typically right, well, do it. Just real quick, before Go ahead. I take a station break, but uh, I wanted to remind people that there's a research of um, Kelly in here who did uh, was hired by RCA to find out why shortwave radio signals were better at certain times of the year and worse at others. And what he figured out, I think his name was Kelly. Uh, I'm just forgetting so many things he says. What he figured out was that it was the positions of the planets that influenced the electromagnetic signals. And if 
then that means that astrology works because you can also it can influence your conscious thought because those are electromagnetic signals. So that research by uh, by him in the 1950s was very important, very important contribution to that. Uh, I want to take a quick station break. There's about 350 people in the live stream right now. I wanted to remind everybody to please visit our wonderful sponsors, the CBD Gurus, CBDGurus.com. Go there real quick. You can uh, look at all the wonderful CBD products they have. I got to get on them. Uh, ask them again about which one helps with blood pressure because my blood pressure is way too high. But if you go to the wholesale section, click on Mike B Wholesale. Type in the code that's scrolling across the bottom of the screen. A-L-E-N, A-L-I-E-N, and type enter. You'll get all of the latest specials. And you're supposed to get 10,000 dong with those. They got the super gummies. They got the miracle gold. They have the pet oil. Brain support, need to start taking that because I keep forgetting people's names. Uh, CBDGurus.com, our wonderful sponsors. You can also call them if you have any issues, 612-412-8343, thecbdgurus.com, the absolute best CBD products out there. Okay, Candice, I probably did all that without sharing the screen <laughs> like an idiot. So I wanted to go, yeah, click on uh, the wholesale, go to Mike B. Wholesale, type in alien and... You can get all these cool specials. Okay, I had to get that out of the way. Candace, proceed. I'll turn it back over to you. Well, you know, it just came to me as a thought about a lot of stuff here is that this is like an ongoing series that we need to do. But yeah. I want to get people used to the idea that there's been stuff that's been happening in the background that they don't know about. And, and also to try to explain behavior because um, – Right now, because of the difficulties that we're going through, and we talked about that with, uh, with particularly the Microsoft project, which is uh, being disassembled, let me put it that way, they did not capitulate to our regulation. Uh, we're going to a light wave in terms of our internet process, which will eliminate all of their, their pulses and their electromagnetic surge um, that they're doing on our devices. Because right now, 4G, which is what is being used commonly, is really they're capable of cranking it up. And they've been doing this on occasion. They're doing it right now. We are tracking that as far as what I see going on in the ionosphere, which is what the Schumann resonance is all about. So there are three elements that we have to look at for these electromagnetic impulses. And you just stated one of them, which is really coming from the solar system, which primarily is driven by the sun. Okay, CMEs, you know, the uh, electromagnetic right. frequency. Uh, and we do have a shielding around our planet, but it is is uh, kind of changing. It's shifting right now, and that has to do with, of course, the um, not only the thinning of our shields, but which is a torus field basically around the Earth, um, but also with the uh, movement of the poles, which are accelerating ten times what they used to be. Uh, they are actually headed for a collision course, and we're going to be in a state. Who knows how long it's going to be? There's been some speculation it's going to be within our lifetimes, but uh, we are looking at a polar uh, magnetic reversal. And that has happened many, many times. It typically happens around the processional shift, which, again, is the period that we're in right now. So um, some of this is mechanical. Some of this is just a, you know, sort of a, a, 
a picture depending on where you're taking that picture in terms of where you're seeing these pulses come in. Mm -hmm. So we have the solar system. We also have our electromagnetics we're dealing with right here, which I call terrestrial. And that has to do with our internet and with our, actually even our electrical um, grid. And they've put tremendous stress on this and everybody should be aware that they have certain breakers that are actually able to uh, completely defeat it. Um, so that is a process everybody should be understanding. Um, anybody that has big wires that go, you know, a thousand miles away that bring their power in should be concerned. We should be based on local aspects of power and there are certain states that have taken that in hand and have done that with cooperatives um, throughout the country. There's cooperatives over in Idaho where I live, and, and we have a cooperative here that not only gets a source from basically Cooley Dam, which is a bit of a ways away from here, but also uh, locally. So, um, you know, the power generation uh, is uh, shifting. And you know, it needs to shift, uh, but it isn't about global warming. I just want to throw that on the table, too, because this has been a, a period of time we've been in, in warming, um, and there's no doubt about that. So, uh, But it isn't due to uh, human cause. And uh, that they're using that basis uh, to basically uh, do what is uh, considered a... Um, population reduction uh, thing. And part of this AI actually plays into that because uh, they want the people that are the transhumanists or the Borgs or the, you know, the, the folks that aren't affected by that because that's how they've been programmed, um, you know, and that will, of course, play into their ideal of the new world order, which they're all on board with all of those pictures you showed. Every person on there are all programmed in order to uh, shift it into a one world government, which is really against uh, God and mankind and all of our best interests. So that's kind of encapsulating it in a short period of time. But, you know, this is something I really um, want to continue talking about. I am doing a series with Franz Gloss, who has Ruby Ray Media. Mm -hmm. And he's got his own web page, and I just want to throw that into, you know, the mix so people know where they can find us um, on Ruby Ray Media on Rumble. And uh, we exclusively are there, not on YouTube because of the censorship. But uh, I do have a program now. We've done 20 um, series. And, and it is uh, really important for folks to really start looking at their devices uh, where their power comes from, um, how they are, uh, you know, living in a, uh, a lifetime right now where, you know, you can protect yourself. And these are the things that I have regarded as being the toolkit come to Frequency of the Earth. I just did a last night uh, or early this morning another um uh, I try to do these analysis ever so often, but we are being bombarded by the third aspect that I need to get to, which is the cosmic or the what I call the galactic core uh, gamma rays. That radiation is pouring in 
and uh, for the betterment of mankind and for our species in general, um, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, actually did research using what he called cosmic rays or what he knew in those days, which was the early part of the century, uh, created, um, you know, free energy work by just picking up the energy that's, that exists in our planet and then uh, connecting it with uh, basically these, this incoming um, gamma radiation, which is really very high level radiation, but it is actually associated with um, our own abilities to, to reach gamma ray state or gamma brainwave state, which yeah. I, I really, you know, there's so much here to understand uh, and it's stuff they never teach in science class. Um, and I am fortunate to be working with somebody who, like yourself, Mike, was actually trained by Richard Hoagland, who discussed some of these things. Mm-hmm. And um, he called it the, it's the new physics, and it's stuff that is, um, you know, you're not going to get a degree in it from a university, but, but it is. Truth. It is the it, truth. It yeah. is the truth. And really see, yeah. You know, you've been trying to tell it for a long time, and you've been slammed and, and deplatformed and everything else. And uh, boy, you know, they're afraid of this for some reason, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it gives you virtually unlimited energy resources, for one thing. And the other thing is that it you can prove, and that's what I one of the things I did in the choice was you can prove that God exists. You can prove that higher levels of exist, at least heaven exists. So you can prove all that um, through the through experiments in this this physics because there's no 3D way that two distant bodies, for instance, can be interacting with each other through what we accept as real influences in this in this universe. So there has to be that has to be traveling through higher dimensions and reflecting back down here in 3D. So that that that's something that I think is really important. Uh, yeah, there's a whole nother conversation because when I got into this, um, you know, situation that I have explained with the hybrids, trying to kind of, you know, get into it. So I knew it in a very specific way. Um, I contacted with a woman, uh, Cindy Carter, who uh, she's going to have a new series coming up as well. Um, she talks about the Sasquatch, which are, interdimensional, you know, 5D things that can come in and out. Um, That also fits into that same, um, you know, understanding that we are multidimensional beings and we have the ability to actually, um, you know, to shift our, to raise our frequency is the best way to put it, Uh, because we're really not going to change. In other words, everything is going to look somewhat the same to us. It's just that, you know, as we identify these these experiments that they brought forward to basically try to take us over, and of course these bio weapons and um, the dues and the you know the corruption and the government, all of it plays into it. it it's a huge huge battlefield right now, and have no doubt we are at war, um, and it is a digital war, and that will really change the entire complex because 
once we can get this move to a light wave, we are going to eliminate their entire satanic program of implantation and facilitation of these corrupt um, satanic, uh, you know, codes that they've been able to uh, to process. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, Candice, we've held everybody here for about an hour. Um, I I want to give you I. I will say, why don't we continue this conversation next Thursday on Deep Thought Thursday? And I want to give you, you know, a few more. Is there anything else you want to cover today, or you know, should we go? go well, I just I want to say that um, I started on the seventeenth of this month a, uh, a a lead up to a date that has to do with the uh, birth of Nikola Tesla. And it's going to be installments. I'm now on installment seven today. And um, we're going to go up to that date. And I am doing a a sort of a historical um, presentation on 107 on Facebook. And I'm also putting it up on um, Nikola Tesla, the man and his mission, which is a group on 107 daily. So, yeah. And so I want to promote both of those um, platforms and I will be um, continuing to post on Telegram with decodes on the RRM McAfee decodes and then uh, also on the 107 Telegram site, which is t.me backslash uh, 107 107 with the numbers and that's yeah and that gotta, i'll be putting I programs update all on. Your con- i gotta update all your contacts um places you have here and in, in uh so i can put up a better um, yeah thank you thank you mike i, I, I really appreciate this format because it's the more people we can get kind of up to speed with this and looking around them and looking at their devices and getting some protection and and developing their own Taurus fields. You know, the the understanding of the Taurus field is really primary. And I'll just close with that. That's something Nikola Tesla himself, you know, uh, discovered, if you will, uh, and also uh, played with in terms of being able to control it so that you know, we could uh, move it. And each one of us has a torus field around every cell in our body, around us, it's around the earth, it's around the galaxy, it's the spiral, it's the, um, the Fibonacci and the, um, you know, the, the entire process of science is, is combining itself with the biblical truths that we understand now. And that is that you know, there is a, also a war going on um, on the uh, astral plane between, you know, God and Satan. Yeah. Uh, but it's right down here on Earth now, and we certainly are seeing it, aren't we? As above, so below. What's reflected, you know, what's going on above is reflected below here on the Earth, and that, there's no question that that's going on. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Candace. Okay. Um, Thank you very much for being here. Don't forget, folks, to visit thecbdgurus.com. Pick up some. I got some CBD gummies. I'm going to have one right here. It's delicious. Thank you for being here, Candice. We'll continue this discussion because I think it's a long-term discussion on a Deep Thought Thursday next Thursday. And I will see you Saturday, I hope, on Saturday Night Live.
Yeah, I'll be around. We'll we'll hope for less disruption, but I do want people to know that that we are going to be having these outages and weirdnesses as we switch um, things around and get a handle on this. But we've got the A-team in charge. Uh, understand that Elon Musk and, and Don Jr. and Trump and his whole family, they're all, you know, a part of this. We have a lot of political folks that have come forward, like Juan Osavin, who's, uh, you know, basically done the yeoman's work of trying to tell people uh, some of this background and put it together in a logical way. So, you know, we are winning. Okay. I will see you Saturday on SNL. I'll be back tomorrow with Jen for Free Reading Friday. And I should be on tonight with the original Mark Z at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on his Whiskey and Wisdom show, which has now become a block party. There's four or five people that are on that. So stop by and see me there. Uh, I think that's everything I have going. Candice, thank you again for being here. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Mike, and thanks to everybody that has such nice things to say in chat. I love you all, and please uh, join in the conversation. This is a lot of stuff, and and we'll uh, see you Saturday. You guys are the best. Love you, Candice. Love you guys. Love you. I'll I'll see you later. Bye. Love and light in resonance. Thank you.